kills you. Obviously, like, do you have any idea that's why we banned it. The psychotropic effects of whiskey from 200 years ago. <laughs> it was much, much different than the whiskey we have right now. It definitely produced hallucinogenic effects. And sorry, <laughs> that's exactly it. Because we do that right now. We do that right now. Oh, We're yeah. Like, Didn't you know the why? I feel like we gotta turn this up a little bit. Come on. Ow! Ow! ow. <laughs> Woo! Welcome everybody to another boss. Try that again. Welcome everybody to another episode of the Blue Collar Philosophers Podcast. I am your there absolute you favorite biker, Mike, and that is Devin Kickstand Baron. Sup, y'all? Welcome. <laughs> oh, you biffed that hard. I biffed it straight hard. out of the gate. We were we were doing little ad read not ad reads, uh, what do you call it? little promo things that we were talking about like hey, hey everybody this episode is uh, something that we did a conversation with this person and you did a couple or tried to and then I'd come on and try a couple and you're like you're so much better at that mm-hmm. <laughs> like the professional reads as it were yes absolutely I don't know why I think it comes from my sales background of calling people and be like, hi, this is Mike with such and such company. How are you today? I'm calling about this thing. and <laughs> Just practice the crap out of that. I know. I feel like everyone needs to be like a special snowflake, unique. <laughs> like I'm really like with you in this moment and that just ruins it. <laughs> How are you feeling today? <laughs> it's like, hi, <laughs> why aren't you responding to me? Uh, what are you wearing? So my pastor made a mistake. He said that his reels on Instagram are not funny anymore because he's all into the religious ones most of the time, but he has no funny ones popping up because it it uh, goes according to your algorithm. So if you're looking at, you know, encouraging biblical things, mm-hmm. it's going to shove more encouraging biblical things to you. He's yeah. like, I have no funny reels. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, oh, it's on. And so I've become his real king of just sending him garbage reels. <laughs> <laughs> like a cocaine snorting snow and then, or no, uh, a gotta, horse snorting <laughs> snow as if it's cocaine and then a guy riding on it like it's a bat out of hell. You're the algorithm fixer. Yeah, I will. I will fix this. I will push things towards you that are not bad, just funny. Oh, He did funny. give us a, uh, a shout out at church on Sunday. Oh, he did? Well, he didn't say the name of the podcast, which I understand. <laughs> but he said, he's like, I love what you're doing with your podcast, how sometimes you'll go down a rabbit hole, you'll you'll chase a thought. Sometimes there's nothing, but sometimes there's something really good. I'm like, thank you. <laughs> no excitement at all. Respect. I hope you didn't <laughs> listen to our last one with Amanda. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hope not. <laughs> that one took a long time to actually get to what we were talking about. Mm-hmm. Have you stopped listening yet? Or do you still listen to ours once in a while? On occasion, if there's if there's a portion of it that I completely forget, but know that there was something good, I might go back to listen to it or to hear something that one of our guests ha- had said. Because you know, sometimes like you're like you're in the moment of the conversation, yeah, and your guest is giving you gold, and in the moment you're responding to it, yeah. But then you're like, I forget entirely <laughs> what the conversation was about. <laughs> like the Vanilla Will ones, I always go back and listen to those. Really, ones. yeah. Um, a lot of, a lot of the ones where we have guests on, I will go back and re-listen to because usually the guest has way more to offer than I'm getting in the moment. Yeah. Well, that, that is one of the problems I find that, uh, for myself anyways, that I 
say something while simultaneously, I don't remember if I said it, like the Ted Kirkpatrick one, where we were doing homage to Ted Kirkpatrick, and uh, we talked about how his, the disease that he died from sounds like one of his songs, yep. and that hopefully he releases it post-mortem, and that that would be like his final hurrah. And in my head, I'm like, did I, did I actually say that? I don't remember if I said that. And I'll look back and look, oh, I did. Oh, good. I'm glad I said it because it was just so (laughs) funny and just in in tune with what the subject matter was. And sometimes you hope that you remember to say something that you thought about saying. And so, yeah, that that is one of my curses is just forgetting half Mm -hmm. of what I say. (laughs) And it's, uh, I, I have no desire to remedy it. Like, I'm fine with it. Everyone's like, oh, you said this. I'm like, did I? <laughs> and just, yeah, maybe. Who knows? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's fair. Uh-huh. But at the same time, you have to be ready for the reckoning to come when somebody's like, okay, you said something fucking dumb, <laughs> and I'm taking you to task for it. And now you yep. got to defend yourself. Yeah, and I'm like, all right, what headspace? And then I got to re-listen to it. I was like, oh, yeah. No, that was dumb. And I, I did, like, look at what we did with Justin Butts there when I was talking about the, the blankets and all that and assuming... Uh, you know, malice intent. And I'm like, no, that no. Like, they didn't even know what germ theory was. And then you're like, no, they, they totally did. The Mongols did it during the plague and all this stuff. Like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. That was way before. Oh, yeah. It's like, oh, they're giving them blankets. It's so nice. Yeah, I was like, like that's, we can't that's very assume, just so like, neighborly. So neighborly. <laughs> Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> and I, 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 I try. I naively looked at history through rose-colored glasses. But the thing is, everyone, I don't want to assume that all society is right when they talk about the evil of this, that, and the other. I want to be like, yeah, maybe, or something, you know. Well, it's very rarely cut and dry, but usually everybody's evil. Yeah. So <laughs> that that's true. That is true. We're. Do you imagine how evil we're going to be considered in the future? Like, That's right. We are all going to be total, total right wing fascists. Oh yeah, like, or or we will be the heroes. Oh yeah, and everyone, everyone else will be, you know, the delu- the, de- least the delusional years. leviathan. We'll be the heroes for a hundred years, and then they'll get all revisionist again and be like, these yeah. guys drank whiskey. <laughs> whiskey. Whiskey kills you. Obviously, like, do you have any idea that's why we the, banned it. The psychotropic effects of whiskey from 200 years ago. <laughs> it was much, much different than the whiskey we have right now. It definitely produced hallucinogenic effects and... Sorry. <laughs> that's exactly it. Because we do that right now. We do that right now. Oh, We're yeah. like, didn't you know the wine they had back then produced hallucinogenic effects? <laughs> yep, because of the mushrooms that they had. It was way better wine. <laughs> Remember when the idea of government weed was really good weed? Like, uh, what movie was that? Uh, Half-Baked with Dave Chappelle. And they were like, oh, man, government weed. Or no, Harold Kubar? I don't know. One of those ones where they were talking about government weed being so good. And it's like, man, eh, now it's like. So that's fine. <laughs> yeah, revisionist ideas. They're so good. Um, uh, do you know what really I laugh at? Is the whole, um, what they're trying to do right now when they point out that people, back, like uh, George Washington was a racist and owned slaves. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, ev- everyone was. <laughs> like, why is it special? Why are they trying to treat <clears throat> these individuals as like, oh, you know they were a racist, right? Well, they're trying to... They're trying to tear down the icons of, of mm-hmm. the idea of America. Mm-hmm. That's 
Because it all goes into that whole, you know, America's inherently racist narrative, yeah. et cetera. Yeah, but they're but they're looking at everybody and be like, oh, you know, they were racist, right? Oh, you know that guy? Oh, he was a racist. I'm but like, they're I'm doing sorry, that, but, everyone was. But they're doing that to everybody now, too. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, you're, you're a white guy. You're racist. Like, oh, I'm sorry. You have slightly to the right of left, uh, yeah. uh, you know, political beliefs. Oh, you must be a racist. Yeah, super <clears throat> racist. It has like, nothing. That was a Microaggression. That oh, how do they get away with calling us racist and, and and then we're like, well, I think that's a bit of a macroaggression. Like you're really like that's a that's yeah that's so. Bad. I mean, it's not surprising that they're treating all these you know you know historical figures as you know the worst thing ever because they do that to everybody all yeah. the time. Yeah, nobody <laughs> escapes their gaze. Nobody, <laughs> even their own. That's the that's the funnest part is when they start <laughs> to eat their own. That just it shouldn't bring so much joy to my heart, but it does when they just start consuming each other of you're not woke. Even Obama's not considered black. They were like, oh, they had a black president. It's like, yeah, but it was Obama. He wasn't really black. <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> he, yeah, he wasn't even full black. Like, he was mostly oh, black. Funny. And I'm like, well, I'm sorry, but that back in the, well, the early days of what they would say, it would be like, that would get you lynched being that black. Like, but that's still not black. And I'm like, that's the no true Scotsman's fallacy yeah. uh, of just assuming it's like, oh, yeah, you are, but not really. Even, uh, well, Christians do it to one another. <laughs> not not Christian enough. Not Christian enough. Oh, that does remind me. Somebody was critiquing our podcast and saying, why why, why do you, um, you, you don't have to swear. You don't have to do it this way. You don't have to do that. <laughs> I beg you to differ. You don't have to. Well, why do you do it this? You could do it blah, 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 blah. They don't listen, one. Mm -hmm. they, they've listened to maybe one, and it's because they know somebody that was on. Well, simultaneously, they never rip into my wife. They never rip into um, Nathan or Justin. Or They only rip into us and be like, hey, you, you should be doing this a little bit better. Like, oh, you don't need to present yourself this <laughs> way. And I'm like, I like it. And yeah. I think it's like, it's, why, I, why haven't we hired you for public relations yet? Yeah. Like, silly us. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry we haven't hired you to, oh. to handle our, our script and to yeah. produce and advertise us in the way that we should be presenting ourselves. <laughs> How many episodes have you listened to? A, a one? <clears throat> Maybe? No, I'm sorry, man. Like, you're not a fan. You're just somebody who wants to criticize and yeah. critique and, and, and you're doing nothing. Well, I mean... I, I suppose I understand to a degree as much as I disagree, Yeah. but they have this idea in their head of mm -hmm. how a Christian should speak, walk, you conduct. know, think, conduct, et cetera. Mm -hmm. And we don't fit that mold. No, Not at all. No. <clears throat> we, uh, no, the, we're, we're definitely at the fringe, man. Yeah. We're, we're, we're in like St. Christopher Dogman <laughs> fringe <laughs> yeah. area and I'm happy with that. Yeah. I, I am part of the body of Christ. I am. I'm the asshole, I'm the asshole. that nobody likes. <laughs> well, the nose in particular. The nose really doesn't like. <laughs> asshole meet nose. Nose meet asshole. You guys are going to hate each other. You're going to hate each other, but you're both essential. That person is very essential to the body of Christ. I may disagree with them while simultaneously, yeah, there are a need sometimes for nice people. I, Yes. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't think at... I don't think at this point in our lives, either of us is probably the right person to lead a congregation. No. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't think. Do you, do you ever fear that 
this podcast may disqualify us from future endeavors such yes. as that. Yeah, it is. It is something that weighs on me. I'm like, okay, how many future bridges am I burning by doing this? <laughs> I know. I was actually thinking once. I'm. I'm be like, how much lead time would I need to like <laughs> <laughs> dial it way, way back <laughs> for it for it to appear that I've I've had repentance. <laughs> Be like, I had a come to Jesus moment. <laughs> Again, <laughs> third time's the charm. <clears throat> and like, I don't know, like, do I think like if, if a future ministry opportunity presents itself, like in the vein of like being a pastor or maybe yeah. like going into the priesthood or anything like that. Yeah, that would require, that would require a change of behavior in spaces like this Yeah, to make sure that 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 endeavor is um not weighed down by this one you yeah. know it might even just mean stopping yeah but i think you could do both might be able to i, I can be the asshole you can be the <laughs> the taint the taint the okay. asshole so adjacent you sent you sent me this this awesome uh <laughs> picture the other day oh yeah uh, these two people talking. And it's oh like, yeah, every relationship is made up of two people. <laughs> yeah, every relationship is made up of two people. One one asshole who's low key a nice guy, and the other one <laughs> a really nice. nice guy who's low key an asshole. And we're like, which one are we? I think you're definitely the asshole that's low key a nice guy. I didn't think so for a long time, and then I look back <laughs> at my history and how I've conducted myself more recently. I'm like, oh yeah, no, that's me. Hmm. When did that change? Because I used to think that I was a really nice guy. I don't know. Ever since I met you, you've always been a bit of an asshole. <laughs> Maybe. But always like, but in such a way where you're like, ah, he's gruff on the outside, but like inside, like he's like such a, a fucking softy, such a huge softy. Like so, like that's I don't know. That's how I've always seen you, like right from the get go, <laughs> man. It's actually kind of encouraging to me. I'm not even <laughs> mad about it. It's not like you know how some people if you call them an asshole, they'd be like. Oh, I got to change. I need to do so. Like, I, that's not how I want to be seen. Yeah. And now I'm like, yeah. Me, yeah. I've always been kind of like the lovey-dovey nice guy. Yeah. That's borderline hippie. Borderline hippie that's developed kind of like uh, an evil edge. <laughs> <laughs> like reading is hard. <laughs> Tell, telling a drunk guy that reading is hard. Uh, it was math. It was math. <laughs> oh, math is hard. Oh, no, no. You're no, right. you told no, the guy no, reading, it was reading was hard. It was reading. That's right. Yeah. <clears throat> he was reading one of our patches that and literally thought, that literally expressed that we're Christians. Yeah. And he was drunk. And he and was, yeah, he was a little, yeah, a little bit tipsy, but he thought we were like badass one percenters. And then I was like, see this right here? And he's like looking at it, looking at it, looking at it, looking at it. Like, yeah, I know. Reading's hard. <laughs> and his friends <laughs> lost it. Like, <laughs> like, oh, he got you so good. <laughs> so that that's your low-key asshole, though. Yes. But until that moment, you would have been like, hey, man, how's it going? Like, you're very, very, very nice so. and polite. Where Remember where there was reporters coming to events and stuff where they said they were reporters, they were cops. And, uh, and they were like, yeah, we're just trying to report and see what's going on. Where I'd be like, I don't talk to you. And then you'd be like, okay. Uh, we're a Christian club. We're doing this event. That's all you need. You were very polite and nice about it where I was kind of like, wall. <laughs> that's, that's, that's all you need to know. Goodbye. Yeah. You were polite though, where I was, I was very much on the fucking don't worry about it, uh, side of things. And I'm like, oh, I wonder when that's, I really do. Cause I really feel like I was a night. I think it was when I realized that you need to be more than one thing in order to be somebody worth marrying. 
<clears throat> or somebody worth pursuing and having a relationship with. Because I had okay. this idea for a long time that you need to be nice and polite and kind and funny, but you don't need to be anything aggressive or, or um, rough. And yeah, hanging out with fighters, hanging out with bikers, hanging out with the people that we do, I've, I learned. I'm like, no, I, I can be more than one thing. I might have been an asshole, but not intentionally. Now I've kind of you know, owned it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> I found my calling. There's a, yeah, there is a certain amount of comfort in your own skin with it. Mm-hmm. And I think somebody was there like, uh, I was doing a, a walk, a walkthrough on a, on a piece of property. I was renting out and they were doing the walkthrough after to like leave. And we're charging for bulbs. We're charging for this. Like anything that you would actually get charged for if you were doing a walkthrough, <coughs> like we were charging for, we were trying to treat it like a business. And so I was like, yeah, we got to replace this, 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 and this. And so there was so many little things wrong with this place. And I felt bad because I know they're a young couple, but they did not treat the property as they should have. Mm-hmm. So it was one of those, like, this is, I'm glad you're moving out because <coughs> you've how you treat, treated the property. And yeah, doing the walkthrough, seeing the damage, like pointing it out and seeing the light bulb, seeing this and all, like so many things that were not done right for their cleanup, but they did get professional cleaning on the carpets and stuff like that. So I'm like, okay, we're going to pay for that. We're going to give you your money for that, but we're not going to, like, you're not getting any of your damage. And it was a low damage deposit anyways. Yeah. And so as much as the owner said, no, you don't have to pay them back anything. Yes, they got the carpets clean, but everything else. I'm like, no, let's do this right. Let's do that. We're going to cover that. We said you, we need you to get that done. They did that. Let's cover that. So, yeah, we covered the their, their offset on that because everything else was... Was know, bad. Was bad. Anyways, one of the guys, he said to me, I was like, I'm not trying to be an asshole. And he's like, you come across it naturally. I'm like, oh, oh, buddy's throwing smoke. Oh, he was... Uh, <laughs> he was mad. Yeah, yeah. It, it, was, it was the dad of the couple, uh, not the, of the two people, like the father of one of the people going there that lived there. And so he was trying to play the tough card and trying to be, you know, intimidating. And I was like, no, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> Don't work on me. And yeah, it just you come, a- come across it naturally. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> I like that. I'm going to take that one. <laughs> it's like, do you mind if I steal that one? <laughs> so yeah. That's not only I- are you not getting your damage deposit back, but I'm stealing intellectual property. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag trademark. I got it. It's mine. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that's when I realized that I, I, I might be, yeah. Okay. That's great. I like it. Yeah. But you need them. You need to be an asshole sometimes. Look, look at your, you're an employer, right? Mm-hmm. Imagine if you always tried to play nice guy when it comes to your employees that you have and you're like, hey man, you got to stop fucking up. Like you, you can't keep fucking me like this and thinking it's okay. Because that's what they are. They're doing when they when they slack or don't work as hard as they should or could. And I was that guy. So, <laughs> and and because your friendship <laughs> may have impeded your ability to conduct yourself the way you should have, maybe I got away with more than I should have. And I apologize. Because that looking back now, I see that it was taking advantage of our friendship. Fuck! You gotta stop doing that. Hmm. Hmm. I never thought of it that way. I know, because you're a nice person. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, I never though, intentionally did it. That's I will say, though, with my last employee, I was very, very happy not to not to be, like, friends. Like, we're yeah. not BFFs. Yeah. You know, we'll, we'll be friendly, 
but yeah. that's that's kind of where it ends. Like that that was actually a nice change of pace. Yeah, it allowed. Yeah, there's uh, that's kind of <laughs> what I'm shooting for now with my new position, having people underneath me. I'm like, okay, don't be an absolute asshole. Like, I'm not. Tr- I, I always start everything with, I'm not trying to fuck you. But if you I come fuck across you, it naturally, <laughs> but if I fuck you, it's not intentional. It's it's, it's gonna happen, <laughs> but it's it's not for the sake of you know trying to make you out to be worse or trying to make your life hell. This is this, there's lines. Things got to get done. Things got to change. Blah blah blah. And so I'm trying to change things for the better while simultaneously I'm not trying to fuck anybody. Mm-hmm. It's 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 not a way. It's no way to live your life. <clears throat> but don't try to think you can fuck with me. Yeah, I'm like gonna make sure that. Man, it's weird being a boss ish. I'm just a foreman. It's not important, but at the same well, time, still, like you have, you have a certain amount of responsibility, mm-hmm. like authority and responsibility to the people you're responsible to. Yeah. So yeah, it's like it is a different spot to be in. Yeah, and so I'm having to conduct myself differently. Well, simultaneously, you got you got to drop the right joke in the right time too. Like <laughs> whenever somebody starts telling a joke, you be like. All right, I got a good one. <laughs> and you throw one out there and then he's like, all right, time to get back to work. And so, yeah, it's it's a different dynamic <clears> of <throat> having to learn simultaneously. So far, so good. Yeah. Right on. Embrace your inner asshole. That's all I can say. <laughs> speaking but still of low-key, be a nice guy. <laughs> Should we say speaking of assholes, <clears throat> Nazis, or are we still? <laughs> all right. So, well, the one thing we wanted to talk, to, talk about tonight was... How this whole thing with a Nazi coming to Canada's parliament is kind of like re-inflamed. Yeah, that's the thing. It kind of went under, like it didn't get as much attention. Yeah, so that was, that happened in September. Yeah. Yeah, so it was in September when uh, Zelensky, the Ukraine's president, came to Canada to speak a few words. And, you know, so a whole bunch of people were invited to this including somebody who fought for Ukraine's independence against the Soviets. Yeah. In, in the f- World War II. <laughs> yes, but he fought Russia. Like, he, he is a prime example of a man who should be glorified for writing. Who was fighting Russia during World War II? That would be the Nazis. What? What? So it was a huge embarrassment for our country on a national scale when people realized that, wait a second, this guy was fighting for Hitler. Yeah. And I mean, on a certain, on a certain level, I'm, I'm, I'm laughing on the inside because like two years ago, our prime minister and his whole, his whole government were lambasting freedom-loving Canadians in Ottawa for the trucker rally as being neo-Nazis and having Nazis within them, et cetera, et cetera, how this is unacceptable. Yeah, and, and there were and there were people tagging along to the trucker convoy thing and bringing their Nazi ideas. Like, there were people trying to infiltrate and be like, yeah. no, we're part of this too. Yeah, so there's, I guess, a degree of that. There was also people that had, like, swastika flags with Trudeau's face emblazoned on it. Yeah. The purpose of that not to be like, hail Hitler, it was to be like, hey, don't you understand that this is you now? <laughs> Yeah. And <laughs> it's like. And actual Nazis should be pretty happy about this. Like, why are they voicing their opinions? Like, yeah, that's a good guy. I don't know why everybody's so mad. Screw communism. Yeah. So, 
it's uh, it, it's just ironic that he wasted so much oxygen, like basically painting large swaths of conservative Canada as Nazis, and then invites a literal Nazi into Parliament, and everybody and claps gives them the standing, standing ovation. Now that is the point where I'm like, okay, there's there's legs there for people to criticize the government yeah. for. On one hand, I mean, everybody in Parliament stood up and gave the guy a standing ovation. Conservatives, Republicans, NDP, everybody. Like, yeah. nobody caught that play. Did, did, did the Conservatives actually do it? I don't remember. They were all there. They were all there, but it doesn't mean they gave him a standing O. Yeah, but it was, uh, people didn't catch the play at first. Yeah. That was something that everybody realized after the fact. We're like, oh, wait. Yeah. Wait a second. Wait a second. But that's the thing. Even conservatives will give the benefit of the doubt to the liberal government of being like, okay, yes, Russia is bad. Yeah, we should be applauding somebody who fought Russia. And I agree with that to an extent until you realize who you're applauding and then you should be like, wait. Wait. But, I mean, that all happened afterwards. Like, after the fact, everybody's like, oh, crap, this is embarrassing. Yeah. And, you know, that is rightfully embarrassing. On one hand, it is. On the other hand, it's like, do we not remember the recent history of, you know, of Europe? It's more complicated than Nazis bad, Russia good. <laughs> or, because like... Or Russia, I don't, I don't Russia bad, Germany bad. Yeah. Both bad. Both bad. But like, since this war in Ukraine has erupted, there has been a very weird conservative movement that has looked at Russia with kind of like heroic uh, as heroes. Yeah. Who's looked at Putin as being like, no, no, he's a stand-up guy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he's and just trying to do the right thing. Right? Like like Tucker Carlson's bad for that man. Like oh, he, yeah. he's riding Putin's well, nuts. Oh, I'm sorry. I I don't want to say that. And he has been from he has been I, for like a year or so. Okay, yes, but if you want to get an interview, what are you going to do? Well, if you want to get an interview and live and not get, you know, put in a gulag, a literal gulag, what are you going to do? Are you going to, you know, just talk disparagingly about a guy? Or are you going to be like, hey, he might not be that bad. I need this interview. He may have a side that we don't know. I really need this interview. Like, he was trying to do it when he was working for Fox News. And yeah, yeah. the government cock-blocked him on that. Why doesn't the government allow you to talk to They've done it before. They put Hitler on Time Magazine. Like, let's not forget who they put on Time Magazine. And they allowed it. They were like, yeah, no, this is fine. Heck, there are portions of the okay, American so government that the, was calling to... Regard, regardless of whether or not he's actually riding Putin's nutsack or doing it for a... For, for an, an interview, interview and not to get put in a gulag afterwards. But the thing is, he's not. There's no, there's no chance in hell... Don't one of know the big, that. Yes, there's no chance in hell one of the biggest personalities from America is going to get put into a gulag without... Because that, that basically invokes it would, it would have been It would have been better That's for war. him. It That's would war. have been better for him if he did. For whom? For, it would have been better for Tucker, for conservatives, <clears throat> if Tucker got put in a gulag. Yes. <laughs> I mean, overall. But w- what I'm saying is, like, regardless of what his intentions are, they're, like he's propping up a whole mentality that goes with the kind of a conspiracy mindset mm-hmm. that is permeating our our society on the conservative side. And that is that the left the left and the mainstream lies 
Therefore, since they lie, what is opposite to them must be closer to true. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, do you not see that? Yeah. No, I I see it. I see see what you're saying. Right? So because Trudeau wants so hard to fund Ukraine, because Biden wants so hard to fund Ukraine, maybe there's something more to it. And maybe we should be looking at Putin's side of this thing. Yeah. Right? Like, that's the mentality. Rather than saying both are bad. (laughs) Yeah. Right? Like, like it can be true at the same time that Russia is a bad actor and an aggressor in a war that they should not have started. Yeah. And are starting for their own purposes. Yeah. It is true to say that as well as saying that something is wrong with the relationship between the West and Ukraine. Yes. Like and both I, are, and I recognize that I, I personally contribute to that because I've been there and because I was part of Christian organizations that would go there. I don't think you contributed to the what's not, wrong. Not directly. Like kind of like the – as an idea of, oh, Christian nation helping Christian nation of Christians going over there to help churches. I don't think it was directly. I think it was like, oh, let's let let people do that because there was – it was no trouble getting into that country. At all. No, nor should there have been. There should be, but... So I'm, I'm curious what you think contributed to its bad relationship with the West. No, I'm, I'm saying it was a reinforced relationship with the West. Okay. Like they were all, they were like, oh yeah, no, this is something that we should allow easily. Like, yeah. I mean, which, which I think is fine. I think countries should be open to explore everything, but like on the nefarious political top end of things, there's like a, I mean, we all know that Eastern Russia... Or sorry, Eastern Europe, Eastern Europe, not Russia, is coming out of, you know, like the Soviet, the Soviet dark days and, you know, came out to kind of nothing. So there's a lot of corruption and stuff like that that goes, you know, when there's a power vacuum. Yeah. That has not had time to rectify itself. No. Well. And our, like, you know, Canada, the United States, certain European actors probably took advantage of that <laughs> to be like, this is a place where we can kind of like hide some of our dirty laundry and, you know, yeah. do weird backdoor deals and make some people some money, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. That's the part that is bad. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. and, you know, and, and so it's made for this, this weird position where the Ukrainian people are caught between a Leviathan and behemoth. Yeah. You know. Well, one of the things that is being pushed by the Russian government is this idea that these people want to be po- become part of Russia. And is that something that you found when you were there? Actually, I found the opposite. Uh, you can always look to children. Children are the most sincere mm-hmm. people in the world. And hanging out with the children there, we were doing a bit of kids ministry once in a while. And there was a uh, Orthodox church in the same area right nearby. If I knew now what I know then, or if I knew then what I know now, I would have engaged a little bit more with them yeah. uh, for just respectfully. I was polite to them, but like from a distance because I'm like, oh, that's them and they're not us and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Anyways, um, and there was some kids from Russia there. They were there for a camp or whatever. So these kids would come from Russia to Ukraine to the Crimea <clears throat> region and they would be there for a summer camp. I'm like, oh, that, that, that's interesting. But these Ukrainian kids were so rude to them and like <laughs> yelling at them and like giving these gestures. I didn't know what, I don't remember what they were. But I'm like, oh, what, what's going on there? And it's like, oh, those are Russians. Uh, okay. Oh, those are Russian kids. We don't like them. Like they were like translating to like 
people are telling me like, yeah, yeah. We, do, we just don't like the Russians here. And then I had people come up to me. I'm like, hey, why don't you become part of America? Like you're right next door to America. Uh, the greatest country in the world, America. Why don't you we're just like, go there? Because we're Canadian. Like, <laughs> and I'm like, why don't you go be part of Russia? And he's like, fuck Russia. <laughs> like he was <laughs> like just bam, hardline. Right no, we don't do that. I am I am Ukrainian. I I am not Russian. And that that's the people that I engage with, like former KGB agents. Some of them, mm-hmm. like people who know this stuff inside and out. And yeah, they were like, no, I'm Ukrainian. Yeah. And that was my, they were nobodies. That's the thing. It might've been a small population. I might've gotten the small minority of people. Well, simultaneously, I didn't but your go selecting. I'm exp- That's my experience. Yeah. Your experience was with people that wanted their own nation. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and people who were like willing to, you know, see what we're doing, how we're doing it and be like, oh, we, you can do things. Mm-hmm. Like it's doing it without any, there was no special ability that we had. We just did things. And it was like, no, we're just doing it. There was, it wasn't about the money because nothing costs anything. It was very <clears> cheap to be yeah. there. But it, yeah, it was very strange mm-hmm. that they, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, getting back to this kind of like Nazi narrative, mm-hmm. in, in Putin's interview with Carlson here, he went on to say that part of what they're doing, one of their main goals is to denazify Europe. Yep. Uh, he's because uh, he's like, there's obviously, you know, a great contingency of the Nazi ideology in Europe. I mean, just look at Canada. You invited a, like a Ukrainian soldier to your parliament. Everybody got up and show, and, you know, com- congratulated him, including the prime minister or the, the president of Ukraine, Vladimir Z- Zelensky. It's like, so obviously there is a huge connection between Ukrainian independence and Nazism. Yes. <laughs> right. Like that's. That is yeah, the... Yeah, that's the thing. I I, mm. I didn't know the world noticed. I know that a lot of the, 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 the right-wing people noticed because they were like... Because they hate Trudeau. Yeah. No, no, it's it's a national embarrassment, not just for Trudeau and his government. It's a natural, national embarrassment for our parliament. Yeah. You know, like, they, they looked at that and it was like, fuck Canada, get your shit together. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's the mentality. I never saw Canada for a long time as being any kind of influence on the world stage. I really didn't. Because, I don't know, we're so nice and polite and we're viewed as nice and polite all over the world. And so to be I mean, any we've, level we've got of... got soldiers in a lot of different places around the world as part of NATO and as part of, like, peacekeeping missions, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. Like, I mean, Canada, like, it's it really is a part of that... It's got pull. That, that Royal West, yeah. right? It's a huge chunk of land. We have a huge amount of resources that we pump out to various places in the planet. Yeah. You know, and a lot of untapped resources yet. <laughs> yeah. Look at the LNG wanna... we send to China. Mm-hmm. Like that's one of our biggest markets to LNG is China. Yeah. And so everyone's like, oh. So yeah, like Canada is a player, not to the degree that, you know, some of the other big players are. Like yeah. not, not even in the same league yeah. as America or China or, you know, the the EU, those kind of things. But it does have a certain position in the world stage. Yeah, but you don't so recognize. Pe- so people noticed. People did notice. and But the thing is, I, I think it, it should be considered an embarrassment. As a Canadian, I'm embarrassed that our government was so, so lazy to not do the research to figure out who this guy actually was. All they yeah. knew was Ukraine fought like fought Russians. Yeah. But on that note though, like 
when it comes to these countries and Russia and talking about talking about World War II, like we were just talking earlier about there's no clear lines. There's no absolute good guy, absolute bad mm-hmm. guy, right? Mm-hmm. Because Russia was our ally. Like yeah. Russia was our actually our ally at that time. So I mean this they guy were a bad was ally. They bad were an ally. But they were an ally nonetheless. So like yeah. this guy was actually fighting somebody who was our ally at the time. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yep. Which uh, there is a level of embarrassment, but also like like you said, they were a bad ally. Yeah. They were not a good actor. <laughs> you know, it, it's like we said, true. Two things true at the same time. Yeah. On one hand, yes, it is true to say that it is a good thing that the Nazis in in Germany were defeated in World War Two. Yeah. It is also true to say that Eastern Europe is probably the worst for it. Yes. Because what did they inherit in the wake of World War II ending? Uh, just horrible. Like everything was just, just, just no structure. They inherited the Soviet Union. Oh, yeah. Like, like right? Like, because like when, when Britain and America and, uh, you know, like kind of the greater Britain. I, like I was thinking, of, I was thinking of Germany more yeah. particularly, like a post-World War II just being like, we have no government. We have no. Well, I mean, yeah, they inherited chaos, but that's fine because that was rebuilt. Yeah. Eastern Europe inherited a tyrant. Yeah. That was probably made their lives worse than the, than the Nazis would have. Oh, you have no idea. I've been listening to Gulag Archipelago. Yeah. Exactly. And it's it's like we we uh, forget too that like the only reason Russia and Hitler were fighting each other was because they backstabbed each other. Yeah. They were actually They were bed, allies. They were allies at first. Yeah. And Russia you know, in its push for land before World War II had taken over a lot of these areas. Yeah. When the Nazis showed up to Poland and the Ukraine and stuff like that, certain areas with like shifting borders and, you know, stuff like that, they viewed the Nazis as liberators. Yeah. From. From Russia. Yeah, from the Soviet Union. Yeah. So there was a lot of people that, despite it not going terribly great, there was a lot of people that still saw them as better than the Russians. And... We're like, okay, we will fight with you against these people from yeah. coming back because we know what they did. Yeah. We know when they left running from you that they killed their wounded, that they scorched earth, that they yeah. tore down. Or like they left us with nothing when they left and then you came. Yeah. So like. So Ger- in in that sense, Germany was kind of, they, they were kind of the good guys. Kind of, kind like, of. yeah, like they're to some people they were the good guys, yeah, you know, and people, some people in those, unless were, you were Jewish, <laughs> but in that, in but that even case, in that though, moment, yeah, even Russia was not great for them. No, like no, how they many, weren't. how many Jews died under Russian rule? Uh, many, 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 many. They hated the Jews as much as anybody. Yep. Yeah. Everyone forgets that. Like, yeah, it, like they, they they really had no home. Well, the, it's not like it was, but it wasn't like writ large as it was in Germany. Germany, yeah, uh, well, the, the, Germany, okay. Germany had a policy of like, you know, the racial policy. They wanted to fix the race problem, yes, right? But but Nietzsche in the 1900s was calling out Germany's hate for other anti-Semitic views. Like in the early, mm-hmm. like 1800s, really. Yeah. And he was saying, hey, Germany, figure your shit out. In the 1800s, he was saying that. Yes. That is also true in Russia. <laughs> yes, like, but he Nietzsche was from Russia, from Prussia. 
Mm-hmm. So it's not like they had they had an opportunity for elevated thinking in some in some parts. So I, yeah, yeah I so want to give a little bit of like I don't want to just fuck on shit on Russia the entire time because they yeah. they did bring forth some good things like um, uh, vodka, <laughs> <laughs> Sh- shitty vodka. Oh gosh, I, I I really can't think of anything good. No, I mean like they were, That's yeah, it. like these these countries like Poland and Ukraine and stuff like that. Like they were all stuck between a rock and a hard place. Yeah. Especially once Germany and, and Russia started fighting each other. And then there was push and pull, yeah. you know, and who liked who better. So, yeah, like there's a lot of people that volunteered for the Nazi army from the Ukraine and from Poland and stuff like that for the sake of being able to fight for their independence. Yeah. Or what, yeah, was was seen as independence. Yeah, seen as independence. <laughs> Away know. from Russia anyway. Exactly. And then, you know, they thought they were getting that, then it didn't so much turn out to be true. And then when Russia came back, they're like, maybe we'll get it now. And then that was very, very much not true. If, if, <laughs> you know, anybody that even smelled like Ukrainian independence was sent to concentration camps. Yes. Yep. And uh, in the wake of that, you can imagine people being like, you know what? Maybe the Germans weren't so bad after all, <laughs> right? Like, Can you like, imagine? Because, like, they're just, they're stuck literally choosing which ideology were we better under and being like, I don't know. Like, you know, some landing on some sides, some landing on the other. So, of course, there's and, going to be a certain historical memory in these places of wanting the Nazis to win, (laughs) you know, and, and, or at least using, or at least seeing them as a bastion against the Soviet oppressors. The thing is, we always look at Germany. We always look at Russia. Did you know Turkey also had rule over them as well? Uh, Ukraine has a long history of being oppressed by governments or by foreign nations. Mm -hmm. They have gotten their independence multiple times before Russia, before Ukraine, or sorry, before Germany, before Turkey, they were like all over the place. I mean, they and were they, being they ex- taken over. They existed left, as right, a, as a, they existed as a people group even before Russia really became a thing. Yes, <laughs> like like Kiev. Constantinople and Kiev and and places like that are so old. So old, like Kiev predates Moscow by thousands of years. <laughs> yeah. Like it's it's radical. Yes, and they're trying to say it's like oh they were originally Russia. It's like yeah, Russia was a combination of things they, that became a big thing. Yeah, you know, but it's just one of those things where like I just I feel like in all of this, everybody is trying to virtue signal because Canada had a Nazi in their parliament. Like oh yeah that, yeah the, the conservatives know, are like we didn't do that. You know, and thinking like well I mean. When you think of anybody that comes out of a time of war, mm-hmm. their their hands aren't clean. Mm-hmm. Like maybe there is a certain amount of respect to be paid towards anybody to come out of that war and <laughs> be yeah. like, "Frick, man, you made it. You well, guys went through shitty times." You know, the Pacific Theater is a perfect example of people, a people group that came away. And how are we such good friends with Japan now? Like we're we're really good. Like I don't know if you met some Japanese people. Like I had a few friends back in the day that were from Japan. I'm like, yeah, they're the nicest people in the world. But if you know anything about the Pacific theater, their heritage, like their history is worse than the Eastern theater or or the the European theater. It was so bad. I mean, there are a lot of tensions between like Koreans and Japanese and Chinese and like all those people, they have these same kind of tensions bring between themselves that Eastern Europe does. You ever see the two different Chinese people fighting? 
Like, there's just, like, these TikToks of these people, like, oh, where are you from? Oh, there? You're an idiot. And they start ripping into one another, making fun of how the other one talks, speaks English. And I'm like, what? You both look the same to me. But they could tell. It's like, oh, you're from this area, aren't you? It's like, yeah. And so it's amazing how Asian people can tell where other Asian people are from. (laughs) Like, it is to the point where I'm like, you're right. White people really do all see you as the same. Yeah, we really do. We <laughs> have like, you no see so idea. many differences that just we're blind to, man. Oh, I, if I see a ginger, I'm like, yeah, I know what's wrong with you. Yeah. But, but like, I can tell when somebody's got European heritage. Like, oh, yeah. like not just oh, white, yeah. but like Russian. Like, the Russians yeah. here, you could Russians, tell. Like the I, big forehead. Yeah, I met a I met a a painter uh, a few weeks ago, and I'm like, you look like a Polak. <laughs> He's like, close. Close. <laughs> close. Where was he? Oh, he said his grandfather was from maybe the Czechoslovakia. Yeah, same thing. Yeah. It's like, you know, like you you just, you look like that area of Europe. Yeah. Yeah, there's so you many Russians here. You don't here. look English. You don't look German. You don't look Swedish. You don't look French. Yeah. You look You're, like at <laughs> one point you were uh, oppressed by Stalin. <laughs> The Russians here, you can always tell when they're, I don't know, it's the look on their face. They have this certain look on their face that I'm like, oh, you're Russian. I, I don't think it's directly their face. It's right? the look and on I, their and face. And I'm, I'm sure Asian people watch us do that. They're like, what kind of witchcraft is that? <laughs> Sorry, but we, we feel the same way. What, about you, you think we all look the same? <laughs> I'm sure they do. Like, <laughs> yeah, and it's, it's okay. Can we just say it's fine? It is fine. It's a hundred percent fine. And, but people like they're like, no, you you can't say that. I'm like, yeah, it's fine. Why can't we? Why? Okay, there's this really funny thing. You look at um, the idea of uh, the uh, the flu from the east that took over 2020. I try not to say the word. I don't want to get demonetized like that. The flu that you came know, from the east. The flu that. Um, that they said came from a lab, <clears throat> and I think there's a high probability. A lot of people are saying the high probability, and it's like, well, that's racist. It was obviously people eating bats that screwed a pangolin. <laughs> that's right. It's that's... obviously it's obviously like barbarian people that were eating bats out of a out of a barbaric meat meat market. Meat market. Where oh, things market. Are, yeah, where things are being. Cooked, cooked and slashed and splattered all over the place, like you some kind of like, third world shithole. Like but if you Chinese say do. if you say this was developed out of a highly <laughs> technologically technologically lab, successful <laughs> lab, that's racist. To, to think that they <laughs> could rise to the level of engineering and playing god. <laughs> obviously, they're backward food. That's fucking bats. Who eats a fucking bat? I like, never thought of that before. How did the which? Tell me which one sounds racist. Yeah, tell me which one sounds more racist. And you know that I'll, that this <laughs> uh, that a highly technical society like made something and then it it got out. Yep. Or bats, you know, bats in a meat market. Yep. A wet market. No, that, that, uh, it can't even be called a wet market or meat market. They have yes. to call it a wet market to show how bad. Like it's not even meat. It's <laughs> right. Techni- it's just wet foods. Everything, everything's covered, covered in each other's blood. Here that's you go. So racist to assume that it's like no, it's the food that you eat, you yep. people eat. This, yeah, this is because you're backwards. 
yeah. backward shithole. And that's and that's that's the assumption. And it's like and and could America do the same thing when it comes to a virus escaping a valley? Oh, 100%. They have. Look at the the the, the, the Three Mile Island with the Lyme disease coming out of there. Uh, the, with the nuclear fallout, mm. the, the the insect, the tick or whatever you can get. That's because of a lab. It is. It happened in America. Let's not forget. This is not it's not unique to China. Yes. It happens everywhere. <laughs> so it's I mean, like, America probably had a hand in making it in Wuhan. Oh <laughs> like, yeah. Hell, like wh- they I think that's, it. that has to be the reason why it was they made that narrative of this is racist, you can't talk about because mm-hmm. they had to cover their own tracks. I'm sure yep. of it. Definitely. <laughs> I just like, I laugh if, at the anything, people like it was obviously a bat. Yes. <laughs> I love the South Park episode with the whole bat pangolin episode. <laughs> that yeah, was Mickey so Mouse good. And... Yep, it's Mickey Mouse and, and Stan Rock. Oh, that he fucked a pangolin. <laughs> you said it never come back to me. <laughs> if you don't watch South Park, I don't want to say you should, but you really should. They watch, are watch so their, good. Watch their COVID specials. Like, it's something else. Their COVID specials, their Pandaverse, their... Um, I, have, I haven't seen Panderverse yet. It's so funny. It's so accurate. And they keep doing it. Uh, Dis- they're making fun of Disney. Like, say, put a chicken in it, make her gay. Yeah. The, that's Cartman saying it the whole time. And it's just this, this one remedy fixes all. <laughs> and you see it. They're doing it. They are really doing oh, it. Oh, 100%. Uh, so back to... <laughs> Look. Sorry. That was the gas station. Gas station bourbon. You want a little more? Just sure. I'll take, I'll take a little top up. A little sippy. A little top sippy. up. A little sippy sippy. So yes, to assume that we just have things better understood because we're in, I don't know. I think we're a little bit sheltered here in Canada. We are. Because the fact is nobody noticed that until after the fact means that we are overly sheltered about the realities of, of, of Europe. Yeah. It's like. You know that whole phrase, like, those who forget history are doomed to repeat it? This yep. is a prime example. Yes. This is a prime example of a collective people forgetting it, forgetting modern history. Modern history. Well, Mod- yeah, it okay, is. How, it is long, how long before it's considered no longer modern history? Because a generation is, has passed away. Like, we're right on the cusp of it being, It's still modern history. It's not ancient history, but no. it's going to be history very soon. Like the Civil War is not is 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 that's that's yeah that's not that's modern history. history. This this is still modern history, right? Yeah, because the the effects of it still dominate our society. Okay, yeah, I was trying but, to think of what actually makes. So you know, it's we'll say pseudo modern. Yeah, cover yeah, it's, cover it's, it's, the, the information is close enough, right? Like it's it's less than a hundred years ago by a lot. So we've forgotten this part of history so much that we invited somebody from the party who we literally consider like a swear word <laughs> like, yes you know into our hallowed an actual racist law. like uh, like there's a good chance he could have been still racist if, everybody if, okay if let's, let's, still let's be fair everybody in europe at that time was a little racist yep. somebody or another like yep that's they're very very tribal people and it's okay I'm, I'm i'm gonna say it it's it's okay if you come from that generation yeah. like hey Grow the fuck up, but I think they're past it. Yeah. They're still growing up at this yeah, point. Exactly. Like 80, but if 90. you're if you're going to try and celebrate Ukraine's quest for for independence from Russia, you have to be comfortable with the fact you're going to butt up with ugly truths. Yeah. You have to expect that promoting one thing is going to have a dark care like dark 
uh, baggage with it. Yeah. And we forgot that, and it bit us in the ass. It's because nobody wants to be associated with any level of evil. Look at the founding of Canada. When we talk about that, a huge thing is what the government did to the uh, reservations, the First Nations people and stuff like that. And they did some horrible things. Like really bad. Heinous shit. Heinous, horrible things that they did to the First Nations people. Um, And we don't want to be associated with that founding because it's like, I had nothing to do with that, so I'm going to pay recognition to the land that I'm on that, you know, we took from this person and that person. It changes nothing. It just makes you feel mm-hmm. good about yourself. Yeah. And so we don't want to be, well, simultaneously, they're forgetting the connections that, that we still have and we can't yeah. get away from. Yeah, that we can't get away from. And we can't, we can't engage with a conflict like the Ukraine-Russia um dispute war you can't engage with it without recognizing this baggage comes along with it yeah and like and trying to run away from it instead of like i can't understand why our politicians are using this as means to yell at each other across across the aisles like yeah pierre and trudeau and andrew Scheer and the defense minister like we're just yammering back at each other, back and forth at each other across the aisle, like absolute inane idiots about this whole thing last week. Because it all kind of got brought up again with the Putin interview and with Trudeau asking for more money for Ukraine. Yeah. Like, shut the fuck up about it. Like, yes, this was embarrassing. But there's more important questions to ask about this whole Ukraine thing. Namely, where the fuck is this money coming from? <laughs> like, right? Right? Like, like, Oh, we, we know where it's coming from. That's the fucking problem. Is we, we know exactly where it's coming from. Yeah. Our pockets. Our pockets. Or it's just being like manufactured of whole cloth. Well, making, we'll get it from the carbon tax. You know, yeah, manufacturing it whole cloth, making inflation go up. When we can't, when we can't give a proper airstrip to our military in the Arctic, you know, yeah. for our own Arctic sovereignty. Yeah. We can't do that. We've spent fuck all on national defense yeah. since Trudeau came into office. It's so embarrassing. It is absolutely embarrassing. And on top of us not spending enough on our own defense, aren't meeting our minimums for what we need to do to be part of NATO. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like, we're so off the ball on that end of things. It's like, you know what? Like, guys, we've all given a lot to Ukraine. Uh, maybe we need to slow some of that down and use some of this at home. Maybe. maybe. Just just, just saying, you know, we're just not abandoning Ukraine. Yeah. But at the same time, like, can I, like, if, if you're going through hard times and I'm going through hard times, can I in good conscience be like, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to make sure you and your family can eat tonight <laughs> when well, like, I take when, the food out of your own kid's mouth, <laughs> you, you know, or worse when I don't even have the money <laughs> yeah. and I'm just promising, making empty promises to you. Like, yeah. Oh, right. Like, worse. <laughs> like that is, you'll be fine. And you think I'm doing fine too. You're telling you like, Oh, this guy's, he's got a pretty big house here. Big, pretty big country. A lot of land mass, a lot of good resources. But if he's telling me I'll be fine. Yeah. I'll be fine. I can, I can make moves because he said I'll be fine. And we got nothing to back it up. Yeah. 
It's like nothing. All right. Now, I want to get back to what you're talking about, them yammering back and forth about who's right, who's wrong, who who brought who onto the floor, blah, 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 and who should be giving money to Ukraine. Who should be the first to concede and be like, okay, this is not important. Mistakes were well, made. Okay, because well, if, the, if the liberal government <clears throat> does it, it, look, it gives the conservative a win. But if conservative government uh, steps away and be like, okay, we need to focus on more important things, it gives liberals a win or an idea of what a win is. It looks bad if you concede. You know, I think what it takes is somebody, somebody to be like, okay, forget the political rhetoric for a second. And let's just talk about the, like what we just talked about. The reality of the fact that engaging with Europe brings along some of this baggage. Like, yeah, we're trying to celebrate U- Ukraine's independence. Yeah. And we made a gaffe. And they, sh- they should be independent, in my opinion. Well, yes, opinion. 100%. Like we're celebrating, you know, Ukraine's battle for independence. That's a that's an ongoing struggle mm-hmm. that goes back to times <laughs> that we don't understand. And yes, we had somebody here who, you know, fought for the Nazis. Like that's a mistake on our part, but it also is a good reminder that this stuff isn't as cut and dry as it should be. Yeah. Now let's recognize the fact that European history is messy. Yeah. And now let's move on to business. Yeah. Like, why can't somebody just have the balls to talk like a human fucking being and say that? Because it doesn't get you any points. You gain nothing. They'll still say, yeah, <clears throat> but on both sides, liberals, conservatives, both of them are like, yeah, but because we can't leave it alone. Look, we're talking about it again still. We're saying, oh, yeah, those fucking liberals, because I, I do think it was a huge mistake. And will well, I continue to bring it up? I'm not saying that it's particularly the liberals fault in this no. what I'm saying is as as the prime minister as the leader the buck ultimately stops with you yep. and it's your job yep. it's your job to act like an adult about it yes and he has taken zero responsibility for it yes and that that is a down he should have said my bad like we fucked up we if, we, we we thought like yes. that's the thing it's, it's an honest mistake honestly yeah. so it is. It's an honest, it's an mistake, honest mistake that's mistake. based on our cultural ignorance, <laughs> like not necessarily yes, it's them not, as a government. It's not just him as an individual yeah. that's if, like ignorant. If Pierre was in office and had pulled the same gaffe, he should take the same L. Yeah. He should be like, my bad. And wh- why not? Why not yeah. just take the L and be like, this was where we were wrong. It, mm-hmm. he, it actually might help him. I hate to it say might, it. It might. It, it might really, help like Trudeau. For, for Trudeau to step back for a minute and talk like a human being about things may actually do him a lot of good yeah. rather than like just constantly being on the bat back foot, constantly deflecting, yeah. constantly going back to talking points. Not answering questions. And like, <laughs> okay, one thing, I know we talked about a bunch of shit about the Putin, Tucker, yeah. uh, Tucker Carlson interview. What I want to say about that interview that highly impressed me was the way in which Putin spoke. Putin spoke like a human being. Yeah. Like an in, like an in, intelligent, confident man. Yeah. Who was he believes he believes him. Yeah. Like regardless of the fact that he was spouting off some made up history. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and <laughs> and various things like that. Like I mean, yes, that was a propaganda snow job he was pulling. Oh yeah. Like all politicians do. Like let's not kid ourselves. You they know, should. Like ducks are going to swim, eagles are going to fly, politicians are going to lie. Yeah. Like this, this is just, <laughs> what this is do. nature. However, what I wish, what I wish so much is that 
Canadian and American politicians would speak like Putin was speaking. Mm -hmm. He took time to think about the question asked and give coherent, cogent conversational answers. Yeah. Like he, he didn't just be like, oh, talking point, talking point, talking point, parrot, parrot, parrot. (laughs) You know, (laughs) Like, like it was like, okay, I hear what you're saying there, Carlson. That's a sneaky question. Um, I yeah. think I, he, I, he would go back to history a lot of the time. He would yeah. like, he or, would be like a callback be, like, yeah. be like, okay, this is not a simple answer. So he's going to call back to history again and then jump to modern times. And with the translation, with that comes, uh, misinterpretation where he's going to say something and it's not going to be directly evident because you're working through a translator. Yeah. So there, there's it's, issues that way, but just to the point where it's like, I wish our politicians would carry themselves with that air of respectability mm-hmm. that Putin carries himself with. They don't. No, nope. they can't. Yeah. Like it won't let them be like that. Yeah. It, it's turned them, it turns them into non-human beings. Yeah. And it's like, and that's really, it's really discouraging <laughs> to it the is. fact like to have like that kind of like confidence as a human being, you have to be a dictator. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's ridiculous. Yeah, that's tough. I could. Thing is, I, I I see the value in a good dictator, where there, if there if there could be one. I mean, like I, there's a certain amount of me that sympathizes with the conservative movement that is like I kind of get this Putin guy. Right? Yeah, like I, yeah, like hundred like percent. He, he doesn't stand for the woke nonsense. Yep. Yep. Um. He, you know, he. Uh, he wants Russia to succeed above and beyond yeah. all things. He's looking out for his homeland. Yeah. He wants it to be, he wants it to be a moral society, even though his methods for achieving that are probably not so moral. No, they're horrible. But, you know, he wants, <laughs> he wants a moral society. He like, he wants things to be orderly and progress in a forward direction at all times. Yeah. And, you know, he, he wants the whole country to work. And I feel like we have so much chaos. Yeah. And they have so much diversity in Russia. They do. Like the amount of cultures that they have there. Oh, yeah. There's cat- unbelievable. Yeah, there's, there's Islamic, there's Orthodox, there's like, Mongolian. Asian, Mongolians, Asian sort of parts. There's yeah. the European side of things. Like it's a huge country. Yeah. And, you know, like he is able to kind of like keep that in check. You know, he made a comment once, like asked about Trump and he's like, oh yeah, like I, I think he's going to do a good job, a good job for the States and maybe that's going to be at my cost. But you know what? I've seen three presidents come and go in my time as, you yeah. know, as leader of Russia. As dictator, I mean leader. Yeah. <laughs> right. So it's like all, all I have to do is, is outweigh him yeah. and their predecessor is going to have policies that are going to be in my favor. Yeah. Like, so we'll just. We'll just bow right. out. Yeah. And so like there's a there's a perspective of time that somebody like Putin is able to enact a plan yeah. for the country that actually achieves it. Yeah, rather he's, than every he's not few thinking, years. He's not thinking back and four forth. years down the road. He's yeah. not thinking four years. Yeah, he's thinking he's thinking till I die. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and maybe my predecessor takes over. Yeah. For a long time I, I've I, I have even more recently, I've had a lot of admiration for what Putin uh uh he's doing. I'm like, oh yeah, no, I I get it. <laughs> I I respect a lot of things. I'm like, oh yeah. man, like how do you 
as a conservative, fight against some of the stuff that he's saying. And then he and then he invaded Ukraine. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. "Fuck, dude, come on!" Like Georgia, I get. Have you ever have you heard about the racism in Georgia? You can't be black in Georgia, the uh. the, the country Georgia, not the state. <laughs> can't do it. They're, they're the super racist part of the world. And so when he took over Georgia, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah that, that happens. <laughs> like, I wasn't mad about it. But when it happened to Ukraine, I'm like, okay, I don't know enough about this. Like, I, uh, I, I know enough about it where I'm like, okay, I'm kind of against this. And they fought so hard. Georgia, I don't know if you know this, they didn't fight as hard as they could have. And they were just like, oh, yeah, we're Russia now. At least that's the way I saw it. So yeah, I, I know nothing about that one. Oh, yeah. Like, during the uh, Obama administration, oh. they pretty much roll, roll tied. Like, just, this is <laughs> Russia now. And that was it. There was no big fight. It was nothing like the Ukraine-Russia war. It is. It was just, yep, we're Russia now. All right. You got to look into that one. That was yeah, I will. Interesting. I so know, I know nothing about it, but I just I just wanted to say, like, I, I see how people can have a certain amount of admiration. Mm-hmm. And I wish that. Me. Yeah, I, I wish that our, our society had less chaos. Yeah. That it had a little bit more, a little bit more consistency over time. Like our sides are so polar opposite from one another right now that, you know, it feels like whiplash between one side and the other and how angry everybody is at one another and how the policies get nothing done. Yeah. (laughs) Like that, that sucks. But at the same time, I would hate to have the Leviathan aspect of our culture have a dictatorship. Yeah. Like that would be brutal if like the worst instincts of the woke left managed to take over and have 80 years to do its thing. Oh, that's terrifying. It is. It is terrifying. That's, that, right? that's scarier than, <laughs> than, than the chaos. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, just like, yeah, like the world is messy, you know, and you can't take sides. You can't take sides on world issues without having baggage. So just own it. And think, stop trying to stop trying to like bludgeon each other with it. It's just ridiculous. I think today more than ever we recognize it because of our access to information. We know so much more history than than they did uh, in previous generations because yeah, you had to go to the library. You had to be a highly educated person yeah. to understand Isn't it. Isn't it funny that even... we, we know so much more, but at the same time also are the same guys that forgot <laughs> <laughs> that in World War II, Russia fought the Nazis. <laughs> like, it's yeah. so ridiculous. Yes. So on one hand, we're so fucking oblivious. A five-minute Google search. That's fi- it. That's, that's it's not all, even it's two all minutes. It took. It's all two it minutes to be like, who fought the Russians it, like, in the 40s? Like, really, it would have just took somebody to be like, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They fought Russia in the 40s. That means that they were... <laughs> they were with Germany. Maybe nobody will, maybe nobody will look it up. Maybe, maybe nobody will look it up. But maybe I just, nobody I, will I, notice. I really think, because it's such an embarrassment, I really think everybody just missed it. Yeah. I think they just... Yeah, and, that's, and that's embarrassing tunnel in vision, and of itself. And that, the tunnel vision that it is. That's all it is. It's not malice. They weren't like, oh, we're... So, the liberal government wasn't doing it because they knew he was a Nazi or because he was uh, fighting on be- uh, I'm sorry, I'm not even going to say he was a Nazi. I'm saying he was fighting on behalf of Germany. They did it because he was somebody who fought against 
Russia. Yes. And because Ukraine is currently fighting against Russia, they were like, oh, this is perfect. What a coincidence. What a coincidence. Perfect. And just nobody thought to think that through. Because that's, you know, even though we have all this access to information we have lost the wisdom <laughs> the real memory that's the right word the... the wisdom that goes like with time just like oh let's do a little search also look at look into it for a couple minutes no yeah. we skip that and you know and what is as much as trudeau needs to take the l on this pierre needs to to sack up a little bit there and be like you know what we had a guest list we could have double checked yeah they could they could have been like they, they could have sat down through the whole thing and then let liberals bury themselves yeah, they could have been they, like they absolutely the conservatives didn't that. stand up i'm sorry um do you know who that is <laughs> cuz we do no offense man they missed it too you fought for the wrong yeah. side on that one like just everybody needs to take the l yeah there's, but there's no humility. You can't be humble in government. And that's why there's no humble people there. They're all trying to make their point. They're all trying to eat an apple and, you know, backtalk the, 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 the reporter and put him into a corner. But reporters aren't any better because yeah. they're like, I'm going to get him. It's like, just be humble. There's no humility today. And it's really frustrating. Nobody is giving any point of good faith view on somebody else's opinion. They're like, I'm going to get him. Be like, man, you're a person. I'm a person. We disagree. Like when we have Will on, that's my favorite. I, I, I it's they're, my they're the, favorite. They're the most fun. Poll is getting to say we get to have a liberal on that we disagree with so much, and I love the guy to death. He's one of my favorite people, and yeah, it's a flex. Don't care. Yeah. Like th- th- this is my black friend, except he's gay, <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever it is. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to have a black on. A I, black. I hate to say a, it. A black? A black. Just <laughs> one. And be like, I'm sorry, uh, all those people that thought we were just being, you know, douchebag white people. It's like, no, there's just less of them here. And the ones that are here don't listen to our podcast. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. Well, I think uh, we can wrap wrap things up. We We do have one coming on. I'm pretty excited. What for real? Yeah, I didn't know that. Oh, you did. I mentioned it, but I didn't. Uh, she's really excited. Uh, the psychiatrist person. Oh, you got that. I it's it's in the works. I'm. I'm she's very excited. The oh, idea of it. Oh yeah. She's got to listen. She's like, I really want to get good at social media. I'm like, me too. Because <laughs> we're just not. We're not. We're, I hate it so we're, much. We're really just not. We're good at this. Yeah. I mean, every now and then, I'll put a funny meme on one of our pages. Oh, so good. <laughs> But uh, that's about it. Yeah, we're not we're not social media influencers. We're podcasters. And if you want to be our social media influencer as an unpaid intern, yeah, hit us up. Hit us up. Yep. If you're a super fan and 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 you're good at social media, I I I don't want to like. That's right. You need to be a highly technically proficient super fan. Yes, you have to be somebody who both loves the podcast and is good at this. Because it's one thing to love the podcast, but suck at that side of it. Yeah, it's, it's like sorry. Uh, I, we need we need to find the person that was criticizing us because they need to to tell us how to present ourselves. Like we need somebody to tell us how to present ourselves. So, how oh, you know them, and uh, <laughs> they 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 are not going to do that. All right, I'm gonna call it a night. All right, guys, God bless. See y'all.